I am Sally Sexy. I'm Mitch Gigundo. And this is the Crazy Camming Couple Podcast. With special guest star, Lily the Barking Bean. Well, hello everyone. And happy fuck of July. <laughs> the fuck of July, yes. There you go, there you go. The fuck That's of an July. Excellent idea, excellently put. Yeah. So, um, this is Sexy Sally. And I am Mitch Gigundo. Yes, the ginormous <laughs> Gigundo. I wouldn't say I'm ginormous, but I would, uh, I, I'm the, not the small. No, you're not I'm small. not ginormous. We no. have seen some ginormous cocks. Oh my God, have we ever. The cockening. It was the cockening. Yes. Speaking of cocks, we have noticed we have a little bit of a situation where we might have to do some shopping to fix a situation. And that situation is Gigundo's pegging butt, his, his ass, our pegger. The pegulator. So it, it's kind of like the three bear syndrome. <laughs> like we have one thing that attaches to strap on. I just... It's kind of, it's on a really lean. It's just a little thing. It's, yeah, it's a little guy. Uh, yeah, there's, not, there's nothing there. It's a beginner uh, yeah. super. And then, you know, true to form, we went shopping and our eyeballs were a little bigger than our butt. Ah, <laughs> bigger <laughs> than butthole. Bigger than Gigundo's butthole. And then the next pegging attachment we bought was, um, I would say, ginormous. <laughs> it's way bigger than your cock. Yeah, I think it's huge. I mean, uh, that that uh, I know I've gotten it in there with some work and. Uh, and it does make you come, though. It does uh, do. Well, yeah, it yeah. does. It's just um, it just can be a total nightmare to uh, it's just it's just a lot of work. It gets messy. It gets me. Yeah, it gets very messy, right? So what it what it ends up being is now we need now what is that? It's called a pegging attachment. What is it called? The dildo. What are we talking? That's a strap here? on. I mean, you have a, you're a wearing strap a strap on. on. I mean, it's what, right. what uh, you know people wear when the females are playing that they have a penis. All right. So what it boils down to is we need the next attachment for the strap on to be just right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know. So I feel I feel as though and Jacundo's having a little hard time. He's like, I don't want to buy another dildo, and I'm like, I <laughs> I'm not get buying it. a goddamn dildo. I, I get it, I get it. But how many people in the past three days have asked to do your ass? Uh, a lot. Yes, you do get a lot of requests to uh, to have me fucked in the ass by the ever adorable Sally Sexy. So. Exactly. So it's like I almost feel like it's it's got to be remedied. We we need we need either to go shopping. We need to go. Maybe online, careful shopping, because we, you know, we just got a little crazy. Got a little too much. Got a little too big. Too big, too fast, too soon, too large in my anus. Mm-hmm. I'm just and, not set up that, that well to take a, take a monster wang in my schwang dang. Yeah, so, I, you know, it's it's something. I know, and I, I'm, I'm going out to all the people asking to peg them. <laughs> I feel your pain, because I would love to do it. Are are you serious? You like to fuck me in the ass? It's fun. It's fun. It's like yeah. take that, you nasty. Yeah, I, I get into. It. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know that feels good. <laughs> it's going deeper. And you're oh like, my. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> your O face. Get no face on. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So we gotta fix that. We'll get around to it. We will. We'll we'll fuck them. Just <laughs> just hang in there, peeps. We'll fuck them good one night. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're so naughty. Super slippery, sexy Sally. Such mm-hmm. a bad girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, so much fun. Oh, yeah. I try to be. 
And so, and then, and, uh, all right, so we had, we had big news, big news, big animal news, big news. Yes, yes, even though we have no children. No. <laughs> no, but we have big news. So, on Monday, I have her- Was it Monday? Yeah, it was, believe it or not, it was that, not that long ago. It seemed like forever. Uh, yeah, it did seem, because you had to get the, uh, the whole mm. contraption and then da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. It seemed like like a month ago or yes. weeks ago. It's ridiculous. Like over, over two weeks ago. That you know, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so uh, as a lot of you know, I have I have animals. I have a lot of reptiles, and I have a a trio, which would be a one point two in scientific terms, of Herman's tortoises. One being one male, the point two being two females, and um, my female. Matilda laid a clutch of eggs. She dug a hole and then she laid her eggs and then she buried them. So not wanting to leave them, they can't live out there all the time because the yard isn't predator proof. We have raccoons, skunks, possums, which would love to eat the turtles or the tortoises. And um, so I bought an incubator. She bought a little styrofoam incubator. Yeah, I bought a hovabator. <laughs> it's it's called the hovabator. What's the hova stand for? I don't know. It's the name of the company, I guess. But um, so I bought an incubator, and I have four tortoise eggs cooking in the incubator. I'm hoping that they're fertile, but you know, there's a possibility they won't be. There might be nothing in there. I don't know. I can't tell. I haven't really taking the time to candle them and I don't know how I have to I have to google how long after they're laid that you can tell if they're viable so I gotta look that up too so that's our big news so we might have four new little tortoises in the fall because it takes anywhere from 70 to 100 days to hatch them but I know that they were hatched the weekend before 4th of July well they were they were laid they were laid yeah they were late. So, so how long does it take? I mean, when, when can we expect anything to happen here? 70 to 100 days. Oh, my goodness. We're late. talking about the fall. Yeah, we're talking about September-ish. Yep. So, uh, hopefully. Fall babies. Yeah. Yep. That's my month. That was when I was dropped. So, we're, we're looking at September 18th would be the uh, time that we're going to have. <laughs> babies. Baby tortoise. Oh, we won't even be here. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? They could be catching while we're in the... Yeah. We're on, we're on vacay. Vacation. Very true. Very true. But that's uh, that's my big animal news. And then... Uh, what else are we talking about? What do you got? What do, what do I have? I don't really have that much going on at the moment. Um, I'm still... I, as we announced, uh, I think it was last week, that we're working on a YouTube channel. Yes. Um, so we have been filming footage, and I've been working on the intro. I did get the... Uh, I did get it set up, so people, anybody who would like to subscribe to us, please do smash that. What do you smash that? Smash that button, that like button. <clears throat> smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Um, but there's no videos on there yet. I'm I'm pushing for, hopefully the end of August will be the first little video that's out there. Um, I'll have a little intro clip before that. Um, but we do have a URL that you can go to, which is simple to remember. Mm-hmm. It's YouTube dot sexyandjugundo.com yeah so head on over and uh give us a smash the subscribe button while while we get everything ready to go so that when we actually our videos 
we already have people that are going to watch our stupid antics of insanity of oh i think we're fun I, you know we're not we don't fight we don't fight a lot. We're we don't not, fight as much as we should. Maybe yeah. we should pretend yeah, we fight could. for the for the. For the yeah, we show. could do that. We could. Yeah, so we could get very dramatic. Maybe maybe we'll start, you know, arguing over stuff like, like Gigundo buying a very expensive bicycle. Oh, I was egged on. Hmm. I was egged on by you. I know. <laughs> I always tell him whenever he wants something, I'm like, Go smash get that it. buy button. Go, yeah, <laughs> smash that buy button. What the hell? Go get it. Go smash that buy yeah. button. Yeah. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> smash my booty. Oh, I love the smash your smash booty. Smash your Gigundo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah. Yeah, so um, so it's going to be fun. You get to see all the crazy antics, the animals, the animal, the drama, the intrigue of owning exotic animals. It could get crazy. You never know what's going to happen. Lots and lots of animals. Everybody can hear that. I got like 15 clocks going off. I heard the friggin'. Peanuts clock go off, and now I got the other clock going off. Yeah. I've got clocks everywhere. There's more clocks than cocks in, in this. Yeah, there is. There's more clocks than cocks in this house. The, uh, the perils of, of doing uh, all this stuff in your own little home studio. Yeah. That, uh, and then clock you. <laughs> more clocked up. We had a lovely, uh, lovely dinner by the bay today. Two days in a row. Two days in a row. But today was we were actually sitting outside. I was roasting. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I got baked when I was... Uh, yeah. I was out there. It was, it was a good time. So, uh, but that was a, that was a lovely. Uh, actually, you can see the picture of uh, Sally sitting by the bay mm -hmm. on our Twitter feed. You might have seen it posted last uh -huh. week, two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good. That I like that place a lot. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Oh my god, so, they have the best steak bites. Steaky bite, blackened steak bites. They are amazing. Mm, it was definitely a fun fun time. Fun, fun, fun to your steak, steak bites. Make you go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, see, it's always about the butt. Yeah, well, you know, the butt is fascinating to me. It does a lot. It does a really good job. It's got a good service that it provides. So, um, although my butt is virgin, nothing shall enter the butt. It shall always be an exit. Exit only, baby. Exit only. Sorry. I don't do anal. I, I seem to have to tell people that a lot. You know what's funny is on, on the Streammates uh, one, we have it set up so that it says right there, sorry, we don't do anal. Yeah. But nobody reads that, and they always come in. And blah, blah, blah. In fact, the other day, we had somebody pop in and like, anal. They went right into a private, and they're like, oh. anal. And it's like, no. Yeah. And he's like, doggy. I'm like, now you're talking. <laughs> Sally loves to get it. You were, uh, you were uh, starting to break down yesterday with the doggy because your shoulders were getting like, Ugh. Yeah, you know, uh. it's a workout, man. It's, uh. it's, it's, I'm getting banged by all different angles and, you know, and then I'm in eight inch stilettos and it's just, you know, it's a workout. It's, it's, we're doing it. We're getting it done. We're getting it on. It's cray cray. We are getting it on like a maniac. Mm -hmm. So we did yard work today. Oh, the yardening. Yes, the yardening. And we ordered tons of crushed shell. Yes, we had to, uh. Our, our yard, we have, uh, we, we live by the uh, shore area. We have lots of crushed shell that makes it look nice and pretty and white. Mm -hmm. But over the years, we've, uh, over the past four, I guess it's been four years almost, right? Shit, Since, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, Actually, this it's this four. weekend. Yeah. Actually, it's today. Yeah, it's, yes, this is when we closed on it. Yeah, four we, years moved, ago. we closed and we moved in on the f 3rd of July. Happy Anna house anniversary. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Mm -hmm. uh, so um, 
we put all the crushed shell down, made the yard look pretty, and now four years later we got uh, we have to give it a spruce up. So I had to order a shitload of you, shell. You know what I was thinking too. You know it's gonna help because the the county cut all them trees down behind us. It's gonna be a lot less garbage like coming down into the shells. Yeah, like in the fall and stuff, mm-hmm. we have all, all the, the leaves come down. Like we can't, we got it. We lost all those friggin' trees. And we don't have the chickens anymore digging everything up. Oh, that would really suck. They would come out and they would just be, th- they would kick all of the mulch and everything else back onto the shells. clamshells. And then it was like, well, I don't know why I'm putting this stuff here because it doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. No, um, so, you know, we haven't had that problem at all. So just filling in and, and doing a, a light coat, I think, is just going to really make everything look a lot better now and uh, i've seen so many teslas go by the house just now that they're invading everywhere yeah the tesla is taking over that's awesome um and then what else do we have to talk about what else we got oh my goodness what else do we have to talk about this week it's uh Uh, so we're thinking of putting a little um an excerpt in right and of uh Spooky stories. Oh yes. All right, let me yeah, get... yes. Let's get the let's get the book. All right, let's get uh, the let's good put book. It, we'll put it on pause, and we're gonna and we'll uh, get the good book. Please hold. Okay. So um, so we were thinking of doing some, you know, because we like I I don't know if you do. Cryptid. Yeah. Well, this would be a cryptid, but I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna say I love like ghosts. I loved. You know, in search of when I was a kid, I like paranormal, I like cryptids, I like all that crazy crap. Um, I'm also a witch, so it's just, it all falls under the Witchy same roof. Poo. Yeah, so we, you know, I mentioned to Jugundo, I said maybe, maybe we'll have a segment where we read a spooky story. What should we call it? What should we call this segment? <laughs> Sally's sexies, Sally sexies, spooky something. <laughs> spooky G spot. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll figure it out. But anyway, so we're gonna read you a little something, and we we felt that we were gonna read something near and dear to our hearts because we actually live in the Pine Barrens. Yes, we do. So um, deep in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna go with the Jersey Devil first. The Jersey yeah. Devil. So, just to give people who are not familiar with the Jersey Devil an idea of where the Jersey Devil lives, obviously in New Jersey, but in the Pine Barrens. So, slow-moving streams, stained orange from iron ore and cedar, slip, slip through the stillness of the forest. Gnarled vines thickly blanket the occasional ruin long since abandoned to nature by man. In some areas... Not even ruins survive, nor any trace at all of former habitation. In these woods, there are places that are often no more than names of sandy crossroads in the wilderness. Among them are Suey Place, Double Trouble, Hog Wallow, Ong's Hat, and Marianne's Furnace. Oh, we were there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we were. Their very sounds seem to underscore the area's remoteness. Many of these names date back to colonial days when settlers first tried farming the area. The sandy soil, dense with pine, oak, and cedar, was unproductive for most types of cultivation. Some colonists moved on, taking with them harsh memories of the place they called the Pine Barrens. 
This region extends across more than 1,700 square miles of southeastern New Jersey. Its desolation is amazing in the time and place. Uh, in this time and place. Um, one can travel here for many miles and not encounter a single sign of modern civilization. Yet the Pine Barrens lie within the most densely populated state in the nation and in the heart of the great northeastern megalopolis. Megalopolis, right? Megalopolis. Okay. It is an area unusual in a host of ways. Its vastness, its desolation, in the midst of urban sprawl, its history, and even its geography run counter to common experience. For example, one section of the northern quarter, known as the Plains, proliferates in eerie forests of stunted trees that stretch as far as the eye can see. Although these dwarfs probably result from the combined effects of devastation, forest fires, and poor soil, the landscape looks so odd that thoughts of the supernatural almost in invariably come to the mind of someone standing there. I've heard of that section. The, the plains. Yeah, I've heard of the, the dwarf trees. The history of the region is atypical of most places in America. At a time when the nation was overwhelmingly agricultural, the Pine Barrens support, supported literally dozens of industrial communities. Furnaces and forges throughout the era, area turned out vital munitions for the American cause. Um, in the Revolutionary War wars with the Barbary Pirates and the War of 1812, they provided as well a variety of other iron goods for more peaceful uses. Around the middle of the 19th century, a better grade of iron ore in the West brought the Pine Barrens production into decline. There were efforts to intensify glass and paper making to keep the regional economy viable. These enterprises proved not very profitable, and chronic forest fires, which we do get, mm -hmm. seem symbolically to end chances of fully reviving the local economy. You want to read some? Sure, I'll take over. Okay. Life for people in these Pine Barrens settlements had always been rugged, characteristically full of long hours and low pay. And right next to this, there's a little kid trying to sell moss and pine cones, which yeah. is sort of funny. Um, with the collapse of local industries, it became even worse. Many moved away, while those who remained behind sank even deeper into poverty. They left the crumbling towns and moved into the forests and swamps to eat out of subsistence. Disdained by their fellow citizens, these people of the Pine Barrens became known as Sally Sex, oh no, Pineys. I am Pineys. A term which in later years became derogatory. Their ancestry is still subject to speculation, but most regional historians believe that they probably descended from several groups. Early settlers who attempted to farm the difficult sandy soil or find industrial jobs. Hessians, who chose to remain in the newly, li newly liberated nation rather than return to Europe and a remnant of part Indians. The best known group of early settlers in the Pines were Tories some of whom who used the pretense of their loyalty to England to justify their brigand, brigand, brigandage and a broad assortment of other illegalities. Over the years, the residents of the Pines sank into incredible destitution. Some had nothing more than a, for a home than a tent or a lean-to of sticks and branches. They used the natural resources of the area to keep alive. The seasonal jobs available, blueberry and cranberry picking, gathering laurel, holly, and pine cones for Christmas, mm -hmm. along with such other substance jobs, 
substance jobs, subsistence jobs, wow, it's a tongue twister, as collecting sphagnum moss, picking wildflowers, charcoal making, and cutting wood were barely efficient to sustain life. It was not until the modern road building efforts of the 20th century that the isolation of the pine barrens began to be broached. More accessible routes tended to foster movement to more prosperous areas and the jobs they offered. From an economic viewpoint, the lot of the people of the pines began to improve. But the old-timers and some of the young people watched in dismay as modern civilization nibbled away the edges of their extraordinary wilderness. It is from this anomalous region that word first filtered out about the periodic forays of a strange creature. For 240 years, countless stories of it have circulated throughout South Jersey, passed on from one generation to the next. The details vary since each time a story is told, it is subject to being enriched by the teller. But constant through the changing fortunes of the residents of the Pine Barrens is a legend of a creature which has regularly terrorized communities in South Jersey and Eastern Pennsylvania, and then returned to its lair somewhere in the Pine Barrens. This is the Jersey Devil. Yeah! Which we'll be going on about in the coming weeks, so you'll be a whole summer of us talking about the Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah. So who wrote... Hold on. Who... This book is called The Jersey Devil, and it's James F. McCloy and Ray Miller. Ray Miller Jr. Ray Miller Jr. So that's who you'll be hearing from over the, over the coming, coming I gotta year. say, I love the graphics. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That would be a great tattoo, right? I forget where we got this from. Did your sister get this? I don't know. We've had it sitting around for a while, and, and we're just yeah. now really getting, uh, getting around and reading it, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we have a couple books. But, yeah, but we're going to run the gamut. It's not just going to be Jersey Devil stuff. It's going to be other stuff, you know, that we come across, and uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, throw a little little ringer in the sex yes, talk. Yes, into the sex talk, sexy talk, spooky talk, sexy spooky talk. You know it. Yeah. What else you got, Sally? Anything for this week? No, I or think that's to... it. I mean, I, I, I gotta clean my roach motel. You have to go roach motel. Clean. Yeah, I got. I, I grow my own roaches, my dubia roaches, for my reptiles, <laughs> so I don't have to buy food and. Do your roaches? Yeah, I gotta. But you gotta clean them. You gotta mm. keep them clean. So, I gotta roach out. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then we've also had other roaches on our floor left by certain someone's that were here did we, when did oh we talked about the uh, incident right the uh the car incident mm -hmm. yeah i think we talked about that already okay I think we talked about that last yeah. episode the uh the carning you know the roach that i'm talking about oh yeah that yeah roach. the roach the roach from uh the marriage guana leave the roach yeah that <laughs> didn't belong to us that was squished on our floor yeah, we had to uh leave that how to throw that one out Oh my goodness! Ah, uh, things we deal with. Yeah, right. Our life is just off the wall. You never know which way it's gonna go. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> All right. All right, there, Sally. I mean, we do have drama, but we could. I don't know if we want to talk about that. That's the garden market drama. Ah, uh, we don't want to talk about it. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. This is your sex bomb. Uh, signing off. And uh, I will gyrate your world. <laughs> and this is Mr. Gunda reminding you that if the dildo doesn't fit, <laughs> don't force it. <laughs> that is awesome. 
As always, thank you for listening. This is Sally Sexy bestowing upon you all the happy horniness that you could possibly ever have. Twinkle, twinkle. And this is Mitch Gigundo, hoping that your creative juices never stop flowing. Ah.